Okay. Hi, this is Dr. Baker, Jay Baker with the Really Tell It Like It Is program. I want to welcome you on this Tuesday, and we're going to talk about um, a number of different things. We're going to talk about a new breed of believer. We're also going to talk about the tabernacle. We're just going to talk about I mean, I'm going to talk about a lot of things. Um, first of all, I wanted to let you know that um, if you're missing the Monday 1 o'clock on HSBN or... Um, um, Love and Unity broadcast. I'm doing this series with Apostle Barry Cook, and it's really opening up Ephesians 5, and it's also opening up uh, the book of Genesis, in which uh, a lot of things that we've looked at where it comes to women and men and all of that, um, you know, there's really a understanding of how God was talking, how Jesus was talking about the church. And how really there's no male, female, slave, free, and all of those things in the word of God when you start to live in the kingdom of God. Also, on um, starting this Wednesday on Love and Unity <clears throat> at 2 o'clock, uh, yeah, Wednesday coming up, a week from, uh, week from uh, tomorrow, um, I'm going to be doing a series with uh, Apostle Marshall and Prophet uh, Randy McGee and we're going to talk about suicide. We're going to talk about how families handle things, how things happen, uh, what happens to a family, what happens to people when someone does commit suicide, what makes them commit suicide and things of this nature. So we have a number of different things coming up, and that's going to be for about six to eight weeks, six weeks or so. And after then, I'm going to have a thing on the tabernacle because I'm going to interview my brother. Um and it's just going to be brother and sister type thing. It's not the apostle so-and-so. It's not, you know, all of that. It's going to be casual, but it's going to be really interesting. So um, a number of these different things coming up. And then uh, my book, um, The uh, Spirit of the Fear of the Lord, Spirit of the Fear of the Lord in You, from what I'm understanding from my uh, not-so-ghostwriter, um, not so, um, you know, my editor or whatever you want, or whatever it is, whatever she is, all of that kind of stuff together says that it should be ready by the end of the month. So that will be out. So a number of different things are happening. And if you're not tuning in to any other place, if you don't belong to a congregation and, you know, we do have um, our services on Sunday, our gatherings on Sunday at 11 o'clock and that's via Zoom also. So we have a number of different things going on. But one of the things I want to do is open in prayer. And then I want to get to, and please forgive me for playing with my hair because I just don't have it together like I like it today. So sometimes I look at it and then I just start to play in with it. So uh, Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Thank you and praise you for what you will bring forth tonight. I thank you that people have ears to hear and a heart to receive what it is that you have. I thank you that... I'm not trying to speak into their minds. I don't really care if their head gets it at all. I want to speak into the spirit uh, of, of the person, of that being, so that the Holy Spirit can teach them what it is that you're saying in the name of Jesus. You know, we're in this city called Manteca, and <clears throat> the Lord gave me a vision for a place of refuge. This was in February 1997. And... Um, it was the, the principle of the place of refuge was really simple. And it was based on a story from the Bible of the Good Samaritan. 
And what we want to do, uh, what we're looking at doing and what we're praying about is how are we going to meet uh, full needs of people? I'm talking about it in, in their entirety. I'm talking about spiritually, physically, emotionally, uh, training and all of these things. And one of the visions, one of the things that he showed me was that we were going to purchase hotels and uh, different things and have different groups of, of people to teach and 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 train and uh, some to live with the people so that uh, they don't feel displaced or it's not just putting people into a place. You know, one of the things that we talk about when we talk about discipling, discipling is not just taking a Bible and going through the Bible with a person. It's almost like living with it. Let's look at what Jesus did when he was in the earth and what Paul did and, you know, which was done before the cross and was still done after the cross. What John the baptizer did, all of them did the same thing. In the form of uh, discipling, it was almost as if this person lived together. They got to know them. They, uh, uh, with Paul, they traveled with him, they followed him, they worked with him, they were trained by him, and they were released by him. And, you know, uh, so that the life so that what was going on in your life was important. What's going on uh, in your family is important. What's going on in your finances is important. Every area and every aspect, your health and all of those things are important in discipleship. It's not one of these things that, well, I want you to find out if I'm this or this is what I'm called to be. You know, so many people are being uh, disillusioned. And so many people are being uh, hoodwinked, as I call it, because people are letting them know or telling them that you're an apostle or you're a prophet or you're this or you're, you you know, you have all of these gifts and you have all of this and uh, that that witchcraft uh, Jezebelian type spirit, which is not a woman necessarily, but uh, she's the one that goes in and tries to steal what it is that God has for a person. And it, it's, 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 that, it's that type of a spirit. It's displacing uh, and, and um, uh, pretending to be something that you're not. And one of the things that I'm, I'm looking at this, and I'm looking at this place of refuge, and this is all a part of it, because you... And I, before I got, before any title, before any name, any title, any anything came to me, I was doing the work of an evangelist. I was doing the work of a prophet. I was doing the work of a pastor. I was doing the work of a teacher. I was doing the work of an apostle. And I was just doing it because this is who it was that I am. I did the work. I didn't think about the title. I didn't think about those things. Actually, God had to send words to me and let me know that if I didn't step into it, and he had to send that by someone that was seasoned. He did not send that and sent that for someone that was uh, that I was connected to, that she was submitted to me and I'm submitted to her. And there was that co-submission. Uh, she was not my mother in the faith. She was not my father in the faith. But my father in the faith also saw that. They, I mean, the overseer. Uh, uh, of me in the faith and others that I worked with and around others that had walked in that in that position. And so uh, the new breed of believer or kingdom dweller uh, is one that that um, that starts to operate and starts to work in the area that they're supposed to work in without all the accolades. What it is, is this. We have seen so much in the body of Christ 
where it is that we don't want to do the grunt work. We don't want to do the behind the scenes work. What we want to do many times, what people want to do is I want to do the work where I'm going to be recognized, where people are going to recognize me and they're going to call me this certain name. And here it is that I'm going to be put on a pedestal or I'm going to be uh, looked at as this great something. You know, um, most of these places, most of these offices, most of these positions in the body of Christ are positions of laying your life down. And as I lay my life down, I don't complain about how difficult it is. You know, when you really see <clears throat> someone that is walking and uh, and walking in the grace of what it is that God has given them, they're not complaining about the problems that they go through. They're not complaining about the testing. They're not complaining about the trials. They're not complaining about the sicknesses. They're not complaining about this is happening to me and this is happening to me. That drama is not a part of it. Why is that? That's what children do. That's what children do for attention. I got to let you know how sick I am. Oh, I, I had someone today that I was talking to and they said, oh, that cold you have does not seem to want to leave you. I said, what cold? Well, that cough you have. I said, that cough is, 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 is a lie. There is nothing wrong with me. I am perfectly well and I am. Uh, my voice may have a problem at this particular moment. Uh, this might have a problem, but I am perfectly well. I feel perfectly well. I know I'm perfectly well. So these signs and these things come for me to either pay attention to them or not to. But so many times what is happening and this is the reason, this is the reason that we don't have the things that we need to have and we're not operating at the level that we need to operate at or the dimension or uh, the place that we need to is because we have not stepped up to uh, uh, into our position to say, you know what? My job is to is to find this place of refuge. My job is to help these other people. My job is to walk and give them a walk that they can understand. Let them know that they don't have to be that. But if I'm walking around sick, if I'm walking around complaining, if I'm walking around how hard it is to be to work in 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 the uh, uh, skid row or to work in the uh, uh, in in the slums or to work in the financing places or to work in any of these places. If I'm going to complain about it, then that means that I'm not ready for the position. I am not ready for the position. And oh my gosh, I'm going through the fire. I'm going through the this. I'm going through this. I'm going through. You're constantly going through. Nobody really cares about. Oh, and it is this. I am too young. I am immature. I am not in a position to walk as this. How often did you hear Jesus complaining about what it was that he was going through? How often did you hear Paul complaining about what he was going through? How often did you hear Peter? How often did you hear any of the disciples complaining about what it is that they had to walk through? Paul talked about some things. He talked about how he was beaten so many times by the Jews, <coughs> what happened to him there. But then what the problem, the thing of it was is this. He says, but oh my gosh, if I could lay my life down for them, for these brothers, then this is what it is that I desire for them because I desire them to have what it is that I do. 
I desire for them to be able to walk. I desire this. Even when he was standing before Agrippa, uh, uh, the king, even before he was standing before them and, and was pleading his case, he says, I wish you were as I am, except for these chains. He talked about all the things that he went through was lightweight. What makes us think? What makes us think that we need to complain about where it is that we are. The, as we complain, we will never get to these places that we say that we want. People complain, oh, I'm going through this. This is what's happening to me. This is what's happening to me. My kids are not acting right. My husband's not acting right. My wife is not acting right. This is going wrong. Oh, but you just don't know all the things that I've gone through. If you're going to stand in any place in the kingdom of God, you go through stuff, but there's something on the inside of you that gives you the power, the authority, the ability to go through everything that you can go through. God equipped you when he made you. He did not make you ill-equipped to be able to go through everything that you would go through. I don't care what it is. I've gone through things. I've gone through physical things, emotional things, psychological things. I've gone through marital things. I've gone through jail. I've gone through all kinds of mess. And I mean, I really think it's kind of funny because I'm still here. Many of the people that were uh, trying to attack or trying to destroy me, they're gone. Either, uh, you know, I mean, wherever it is that they're gone, they're not around anymore. They're not ministering anymore. They're either dead now uh, or they're They've uh, 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 given up, given up on everything. Why is that? Because they had no foundation. We're talking about foundation. These are just foundational things. This is milk that we're talking about. These are things where here it is. I'm going through this physical thing. Well, let's deal with it. If you don't, if 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 you don't have the faith, or if you don't have the uh, uh, desire, or if God told you you're going to go through this and you're going to need medication, take the medication and keep on moving. Take the medication and keep on moving. If he says, I have healed you and you don't have to take the medication, don't take the medication. But don't complain constantly about it. This is what takes up most of the time. And when it takes up all of this time, what's happening is we're wasting time. And there are people waiting for us to step into our positions, to step into the places, to do the things that are necessary in order for them to get off the street. I ride down these streets and I'm seeing all of these people. I'm seeing them uh, on, on, on the freeway. I'm seeing all of these little huts, all of these, these, uh, 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 baskets, all of these different things where these people are staying. Uh, just recently, my son in Arkansas, uh, two people, two homeless people that uh, they were ministering to, they froze to death. They froze to death uh, uh, because it was so cold out there and they had no place to be. Well, they didn't notify anybody that they didn't have any place to be that night because otherwise they would have gotten, it would have had a hotel. They would have done something to be able to be put in there to be able to help them. And so now we are doing something to do that. And this is what we want to do in our area. This is, we want to be able to to supply the basic things and give people their identity back, give them their self, uh, uh, their self value and their self, uh, their self worth back, allowing them to know that they are worth something. And if they're mentally or emotionally or psychologically ill, 
then we'll be able to help them, whether to be able to get them to a doctor, whether to be able to help them, uh, however it is that we're able to do. But this is these are some of the things that are necessary. God started us this past Sunday in intercession. And here it is. We're praying every Sunday night at six o'clock for an hour or two or three. I don't know how long uh, 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 it is. He didn't tell me how, how long it was. He just told me when to start. And when it stops, it stops. So, but one of the things that's happening, what it is, is this. He says, I'm going to give you the strategy. I'm going to give you the strategy to do the things that are necessary to be done in that area. And as we start to do them in this area, then what will happen is, and as we start to, to open up different things and hubs and, and all of that, as we start to do that, then other things will open up. And what will happen is we'll be able to, to, to help other people. And if you want to be a part of it, there should be information on the screen up there letting you know how you can give into the ministry uh, there's some kind of banner or something that they'll put up there that gives you all the different ways in which you can assist us and what it is that we're doing and whatever it is that we say that we're going to do we will do it and we will do it that way we will not take something that you give us and put it towards something else we will go towards those kinds of things um, the place of refuge or the uh, place of refuge will uh, provide training for those that either need skills. Because one of the things that the Lord gave me a long time ago was this. He says that there's people on the street and he has people on the street that have ideas, that have plans, that have uh, things of him in them. But they don't have the finances. They don't have the ability. They don't have what is necessary in order to be able to bring these things to pass. And he says, these are the kinds of things that I want to, I, I want you to help them with. And so as I do what it is that I'm doing, I'm building a core group of people that are, uh, I don't like the word entrepreneurs, but that are kingdom uh, providers, that are kingdom, that are made to be kingdom distributors, that are kingdom uh, accessors. We access these things that are for, uh, uh, of the kingdom of God and bringing forth these finances and bringing forth the, the things that will, uh, the investments and all of these different things that will assist, but it's for this one purpose. It's for the purpose of, of, um, of being able to help other people. It's not about my income. It's not about anybody else's income. But what it is, is about being able to build this house of refuge. And Crystal, if you will, please put that banner up there so that people can see it, so that they can know uh, uh, how to get in touch with us and, and what it is that, that, that um, you know, what it is that is to be done. Uh, uh, the place of refuge will be a place to rebuild what was torn down. The place of refuge will allow people enough time to heal before they have to face the world in the way that people have to face the world again. And this is a home of transition, not a shelter. Okay, we don't want to do a shelter. A shelter is something that just gives you shelter. But what uh, what a home is and what it is that we're doing, it's a home of transition. In other words, we want to build relationships. We want to have it so that that people are um, that people are able to see that people are able to to um, that people are able to see what's going on, that people are able to to build friendships, that people are uh, able to build relationships, that uh, the, the the things that that people are able to do, that uh, we're 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 doing we're doing those things, and 
and um, uh, they'll be able to get the tools that are necessary to be able to fight back uh, the thoughts that they've had in the past. Anytime that you, I've been homeless before, and uh, Frederick, that's not the banner I was talking about. Uh, um, anytime that you've been homeless, some of the things that happen, there is a there is a, 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 a mind thing that happens to you. And in this, what it is, that it lets you know that you're not worth something, you're not worthwhile, that you don't have what it takes, that uh, uh, all of the self-worth and all of these different things, it starts to break you down. And one of the things that we want to do is we want to build the people. We want to make sure that they're able to dress uh, uh, properly. If they, you you know the types of clothing and different things and not trying to change them but trying to find out who they are we will have pastoral counselors and pastoral therapists and uh, temperament therapists and and uh, other people that really know the Word of God that's doing this because they're in love with God and love with people and <coughs> these are the kinds of people that we that we want those that are able to help people be become free of bondages and baggage also bondages and baggages are two separate things you can get free of a bondage but you can still carry the baggage until the bondage comes back and what happens is this is you never get totally free and when you get free of uh, of bondage and baggage, then you're not embarrassed. You're 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 not offended. Uh, what you do is you're able to walk with your head up and say, "That's what I went through. I went through that." And you're able to turn and you're able to look at it and you're able to laugh because why? Because you got through it. And and this is the this is the this is what's really great. You know that old torn down suitcase that you had, that old stuff that was that that was with you forever. You know all the years that you were an alcoholic. I had someone to ask me, "Do you think that I'm going through all of this stuff because I spent years and years as an alcoholic? I spent thirty years as an alcoholic. Do you think God is punishing me? And you think this is the reason that this is not able to happen to me? That this is not able to happen to me?" And I said, "No, that has absolutely nothing to do with it, except in your mind." So. Those are other areas that we want to be able to assist people with, to be able to have a clear mind, to be able to realize that there is a mind that God has created for them and it's called the mind of Christ. And as they walk with that mind of Christ, as they walk in that power and in that authority and in those abilities, that everything that they need, everything that they desire, all of those things are, are, are available for them. And so, uh, this is what it is that we desire to do, uh, that uh, refuge will provide not only food and clothing and, show, and, and, and housing, but also therapy treatment for emotional, mental, physical abuse, sexual abuse, all of those things that people have suffered and all of those things that have victimized them so that they can come out of this not being a victim, not being a victim, even though they've been victimized. And I talk about this a lot. I talk about the the the, the fact that you, I, I have been victimized. I've been victimized in my life a number of times, but I have never, ever, ever been a victim. I have never allowed it to be where I felt that I was a victim. Poor me. I mean, oh, poor, well, when I was in the world, I did that, but that was nothing more than a game. I did it because it was uh, advantageous to me. 
But as a as a son of God, as a son, as as a kingdom citizen, the whole thing of it is is this: if I walk around thinking that I'm a victim, then I den I denounce everything that God has done for me. I say that what He has done is not worth anything. And I think one of the things that we do in the body of Christ, one of the things that the church does, because the church has not started to operate in the kingdom of God, is to get their feelings hurt, is to try and and try and convince people by their mind to try and convince people that the word of God is true, that God, that God does not want them to go through anything, that God does not have this for them, that God does not have that for them. But God made us with strengths and weaknesses after the fall. He made it so that we would realize something. Otherwise, why would he have it in his word that says, when you're weak, I'm strong. We have weaknesses so that we know that we are never self-made. We know that we always need him. We know that we always need someone else. I have some weaknesses. One of my weaknesses, in, in, let's just say in the word of God, my, one, of my, one, of, one of my brother's strengths, his great strength is the tabernacle of Jesus Christ. His is the tabernacle. He can preach on the tabernacle. He teaches on the tabernacle. Uh, if you know that little Pillsbury, I was telling him this. I said, you know that little Pillsbury doughboy? I says, if here it is, if there you were, that little Pillsbury doughboy, and I punched your little button, I said, Whoop, what would come out is is a tabernacle. What would come out is prayer. Because that's what that that's his strong point. That's his foundation. That's his building. That's what it is that God has graced him with. That's what it is that God has graced him for. And I don't know anyone that has the anointing and has the grace and has the ability to just allow it to come out. The rhema of it is constantly. <clears throat> and because that's where he lives, he actually lives it. <clears throat> It's not a temporary going in and coming out and going in and coming out. That's where he lives. That's, 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 that's that. So when I need something as far as that concern, if I want to be taught or if I want to, to be nourished by this, then what I do is hook my wagon to his because I know that, that the pillars on which he stands is strong enough. It's, it's a load bearing, uh, a, a load bearing built pillar. And everything in a house is not load bearing, but that's a load bearing thing. And that's something that is necessary. And this is one of the reasons that we're starting to teach on the tabernacle and astounding love. And also that I'm going to have him for six to eight weeks so that we can go through these things so that I can actually uh, uh, question him and I can actually bring out some of the things and people can get the logos and, and allow God to open up the rhema, allow it to be opened up so that you can actually start to see and walk through these things, get out of the brazen uh, labor, get out of the, 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 the outer courts and actually not just talk about, oh, I was in the Holy of Holies. You were, yeah, I was in the Holy of Holies, honey, and I just had a great time. No, you weren't. You know, you don't even realize what it's for. My God, it's all about him. It is not about you. It is all about him. That's where, that's where, uh, 
uh, uh, that's where he unveils himself. And just as it is, you know, uh, um, he has certain uh, certain things. If you if you were in there and here it is, you came out and then you get into this argument and here it is, you start walking as mere man. You weren't anywhere in the first place. You were not, that you, you were not there to live, probably are not even seated in your seat. Probably not realizing you still see yourself as sitting on Jesus's lap, or you don't see yourself as being meshed with and immersed with him so that you are one. When you look in the mirror, you see him. When you look in the mirror, when he looks at you, he sees he sees himself. And when you look at him, I see, I see myself in him and I see him in me. I see us as one, as one, not as two separate entities, not as a piece of entity, not one here, one there, one someplace else. I see myself in him and I see me, I see him in me. I see us as one. And that's the way that I have to see it. When I stop seeing it that way, then I start seeing me less than who it is that God says that I am. So, you know, these are these are just some things. I'm going to go for this part on New Breed of Believer. If you have any questions or uh, any of those things, please just um, send the question in and I'll see about answering it. God says he's bringing forth in this time that there are men and women, that there are kingdom builders and business that are that that he has designed to break the back. And when I mean break the back, break the ability for the adversary to continue to have it where uh, uh, his kingdom, his people, his his governments are, are increasing, increasing in finances and the kingdom of God is still lacking. No that this is the time that we will break the back of him in the financial area throughout the world and showing believers, showing people that are kingdom, that are kingdom, that are kingdom focused, that are king of truly kingdom of God people. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to break down the kingdom of God and what it looks like. Cause Oh, I mean, my Lord, you hear everybody talking about, Oh, I'm in the kingdom. This is the kingdom thing. This is the kingdom business. Ain't bit more kingdom business than I'm an astronaut. And I'm sure not an astronaut. I don't know numbers that well. Um, don't want to either. Don't want to be an astronaut. I'll stay here on the ground uh, and stay sit in my seat. But he says, I'm bringing forth people that will realize that <clears throat> they're in this world, but they are not of this world, that they're in this world. They're, they're here. We're here in order to operate, in order for the spirit of the living God to operate in and through us. But we're not of this world. Well, what does that mean? That means that I'm not getting my wisdom. I'm not getting my knowledge. I'm not getting my understanding. I'm not getting my insight from this world. Think about that. Think about that. I'm not getting it from this world, but what I'm getting it from and where I'm getting it from is the kingdom of God. I'm getting it from who he is. I'm getting it from his mind. I'm getting it from what it is that he has. I'm getting it from, um, uh, how it is that he says that he wants to bring forth the next wave of, of wealth. I'm, 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 I'm getting it from, um, I, I, I'm, I'm getting it from the mind of Christ. I'm truly getting it from there. So what does that mean? That means that it surpasses anything that's on the earth, that it's a surprise. It's a new thing to the earth. 
it's a new thing to the earth. There's something that is needed in the earth that he is going, that he is bringing through us and uh, through that kingdom citizen. He is bringing through those kingdom citizens so that they can create the, so that the wealth can be created. And they remember that it's the uh, first is prosperity, then it's riches, and then it's wealth that he's bringing forth so that his kingdom can manifest in the way that he wants it to manifest in the earth. Think about that now. Because if you get it, if you get it from, uh, um, if you get it <laughs> from anyone else, if you get it from here, if you start to operate from here, then you're limited to here. If you start to operate from there, then there are no limitations. There is no one that can stop you because the ideas and the way that God brings it forth, it will be so unique. It will be unique. It will be the sound. It will be new, new metals. It will be, it will be out of the ocean. It will be out of whatever it is, but it will be something that is, is supernatural. It will be something that is done. It may be something that's already started. And he says, okay, now I'm going to show you a new way. You say this, but this is what I say. Here is how the kingdom of God wants this to be done so that no one gets the honor, no one gets the praise, no one gets the glory except the king himself. He says, now I'm going to show you, I'm going to bring my culture, my culture of wealth, my culture of health, my culture of wisdom, my culture of knowledge, my culture of intellect into the earth. And this is the now time. It ain't about a season. It's the now day. It's the now time. And this is something that is happening. It's happening even right now. His people, people like myself and others that are taking the time to listen to him, making no excuses, no excuses, but allowing myself to listen to him, not listening to him the way that that uh, you might think that I need to listen to him, not even listening to him the way that I think, excuse me, that I might listen to him, but uh, uh, thank, uh, uh, listening to him the way that he says so. I mean, I'm, I got an idea. I, I got some stuff, Not maybe not an idea. But I got some information and some stuff that's just kind of going around. And I wasn't doing anything super spiritual. Actually, I was watching um, uh, 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 something. Um, but I was I was doing that. And 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 here it is. He oh he's starting to open things up to me. Um, um, what it is is that he's saying what I want to do is I want you to learn how to listen to me my way. We have all these religious things. We have all these things that uh, um, we have all these things and all these ways that we think that we need to hear from God. And he says, you haven't heard from me so far and where it's made any significant change. So why don't you listen to me? Why don't you ask me? Why don't you 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 start to just listen as you are going about doing your thing, as you're washing your dishes, as you're mopping your floor, as you're watching your television, as you're you're walking down the street? Why don't you uh, open that part of you that that inner that inner ear so that you can hear so that you can hear uh, uh, from me, so that you can hear. <laughs> Uh, what it is that I have to say. 
And when we start to do that, we will start to realize something. We will start to realize that God talks with us. He walks with us. He does that. You remember when he told them in the, um, in the Old Testament, he says, uh, tell them these laws. When you walk with them, when you sit with them, when you lay with them, when you eat with them, all of these things, just while you're doing everything that you're doing, you start to tell them what it is that's going on. Think about that for, for a moment. You know. Um, and, 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 um, and, and as we do that, as we do those kinds of things, then something will happen. We will start to get the ideas and they will be working ideas. Why is that? Because we're working, we're busy working and God has something for the rich people. He has something for middle-class people. He has something for those that don't, the, the poor, he says, uh, that I have something for the poor, just as it was when he was building the tabernacle. He had it so this is an interesting thing. Let me read you something that's very interesting. Hallelujah. Okay. The offerings. He, uh, um, Exodus 25, 1 through 7. Uh, and, and he said to Moses, he spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, that they bring me an offering of every of every man that giveth it willingly with a heart. And you shall take my offering. And this is the offering which you shall take of them. Gold and silver and brass and blue and purple and scarlet and fine linen and goat's hair. And ram's hair dyed red and badger skin and shittim wood. Oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil and for sweet uh, incense. Onyx stones and stones to be set in the ephod and the breastplate. That's Exodus 25, 1 through 7, and Exodus uh, 35, 4 through 9. Okay, now listen to this. Uh, the, the offering of materials revealed a corporate anointing. See, this is what has to happen in order for us to bring the wealth into uh, the earth that needs to be brought. It has to be under and with a corporate anointing. And in this corporate anointing where all of these things are brought, nobody was left out. The gold and the silver and the spices and the precious stones came from the rich people. Okay. The purple and uh, the blue and the purple and the scarlet and all of that came from another class of people. The gold's hair came from the poor people. For those who had no substance, for those that didn't have any money, any goat's hair, any any of those things, there was given a skill. He gave them a skill in order to labor with. Uh, this too uh, was varied. Woodmen, uh, metal persons, weavers, embroiderers, all had a share in the great work for God. Romans 12 uh, and, and 1 Corinthians 12. Uh, it, it talks about that. Listen to this. God has made it so that everybody is able to be a part of this. It's a, all about a corporate anointing. It's all about the corporate thing. It's not about one individual because if you, and, and see, this is where the, the, this is where we missed it also because there has not been a choice to, 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 to trust. Well, I'm not going to give them my idea because then they'll have credit for it. Well, it wasn't your idea in the first place. It all came from him. It came from him, through him, to him. All of it's about him. And when we start to be able to share, to, to ask him, who should I go to? Who should I connect to? Remember, I was talking earlier about Apostle Calvin 
and uh, uh, how it was that he had the pillar to this. And what I do is hook my wagon to that and understand more about what it is that's going on there and catch a hold to that anointing so that it's a corporate anointing. Because even what I have will make it better, will make it more, will make it greater, will make it uh, fuller. Because everything, I don't care how little it is that you think you have, that little is much when he decides that that little belongs right in here. It's that little thing. It's either the little foxes that spoil the whole vine or don't despise the times of the smallness because those smallness will hook into something bigger and you didn't despise that small beginnings of what it was because that little bit of something made something larger. So we have to realize when we realize that everybody has a part and if we don't lay down on our things, if we keep it, if we do what it is that we're supposed to do the way that we're supposed to do it, then things will happen the way that they're supposed to happen. Are there any questions about anything that I've asked so far? Okay. None. Okay. I'm almost finished. I'm not going very long tonight because I don't have any comments. And so I'm just talking and I'm enjoying what it is that I'm saying. So, um, um, when you hear a direction, then what should we do? Wait for confirmation, submit to leaders, uh, test and confirm. When you hear, when you hear a direction, number one, first thing you got to do is to make sure that who you heard it from. You see, many times people don't have a clear palate. People do not have a clear listening because they decide that they want something or they want something to happen a certain way. And then they start to do that. Most of the, most of the time. And I, I would, if, if the last things here, here it is. Number one. When you're walking in a place of obedience, and I mean obedience to the scriptures, I'm talking about I'm obeying God, I'm walking in love with Him, I'm, 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 uh, and people seem to not think this is important, but I tithe, I, 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 I do the first fruits, I do the offerings, I do the things that I'm supposed to do. That's that, 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 that's foundational. See, without those things, then you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not trusting. Okay, without that, it's about love and it's about trust. Those are foundational things, okay? Then <laughs> what happens is this. You walk with a clear conscience. Because why? Because I'm walking with him. I'm doing what Jesus did in the earth. I'm doing what God uh, has, has commanded to be done. And then when I hear, when I hear him telling me something, I ask him, Lord, where's scripture for that? Where's, where's the scripture? And I don't mean just one verse. He will give you this and then he will start to open it up. And then, you know, one of the things that one of the things that I do, and especially if there is something that has to do with something that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm moving into ground that I don't really know that well or I don't understand that well. I say, Lord, I need something more. I need someone to come alongside of me and to 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 uh uh, refresh this word. I need to, I, I, I need that from you. It's not testing, but I want to make sure that I'm hearing clear from you. And one of the things that I do is I, is I do that. And I ask him, sometimes I ask him to, to, to give it through a certain person. Sometimes I ask him to, <clears throat> to give it through one of the leaders that, that I'm, I'm serving with. I always ask him, 
if, if I'm going to do something like that, I always go to someone that knows more than I do. This is this is one of the things. And I make sure that that person, that those people are people of integrity. I know that they're of integrity and I've been assigned to them and they've been assigned to me because you see, if you're in, in the, this is a very good question. I really love it here because in the assignment, okay, is an attachment. You heard me talk about my attachment with apostle Cal. I can ask the Lord, God, this is what's going on here. I can, I can uh, uh, think about it with, uh, with prophet Andrew. Uh, uh, and, and I can say, I'm, I'm, I'm praying about something. And, and I'm asking the Lord to open it up and for, for you to be able to see some of it too. And invariably, invariably in conversation or on a Zoom call or on a something, that very person will end up speaking something that, 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 that goes with it. And then I'm able to talk to them about it. And then we find out the timing. And then we find out how it is that we're supposed to move. And then all of those things, because in everything, and especially now where we are in life, it's important to move in God's time. Premature can be very problematic. Too late and being laid back and, and, and waiting can, uh, can waylay it, can, can, can delay it, but walking right in time. And he wants us to walk in step with him. So those are just some of the steps that I go through. And, and, and yes, it is submitting it to, it, it is submitting it to leaders. And it's not just about confirming it. It's about helping you to get further. Someone just going to confirm something for you. That's not enough. That is not enough. Anytime God gives someone something, he gives them a little more. Even when he came to Miriam, when he came to Elizabeth, when he came to Anna, when he came to all of these, he gave them more than what they asked for. Why is that? Because he wants to make sure that we head out in the right direction with the right instructions, with, uh, um, with, with, with the right directions and all of that. I never, ever, ever go to anyone that's just on my, 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 my level. Someone that has the same understanding as I. I go to someone that is, um, more of, uh, uh, in tuned in those areas. I go to someone that, that I trust that's going to hear that will not just say, I'd say, pray for me, pray, pray with me. Okay, pray about what? I will pray and ask God how to pray for you. I am not going to just shandalabahambabambarada and to go ahead and start to do that. Why is that? Because you're important. And I have, I go to people that I know that I'm important to. And so that's one of the, that those are some of the things that, 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 that I would suggest. And, and be open, uh, be open when I go to someone then I'm ready to do what it is that they tell me to do. I don't go through questioning. I don't go through a whole lot of stuff because it's one of these things. God, send me someone that I can trust. Send me to that person that I trust. Send me that to that person that you trust with my life. That's more than anything else that you trust with my life and with this, and, and, and with this assignment that you have given me. I hope that answers the question. If it does, let me know. And if it doesn't, let me know so that I can go further with it. Um, let's see. Um, is are, are there any other questions? Okay, let me finish up with this. <clears throat> One of the things of it is, 
Oh, you're welcome. Oh, that's my baby. Okay, you're welcome. Um, uh, one of the things that I, I want you to understand is this. You are valuable and you are important to God. And I want you to start to receive the love of God that he has. I want you to realize how valuable and how worthwhile you are. Look at how, look, look, look at this. I was talking to someone today and it was really interesting because they had wrote a song and it was a beautiful song. But as I listened to the lyrics of the song, I started getting something else and I asked them, I said, Cause that, can I speak into this song for you or with you and help you to change it? And I can't imagine not knowing that God loves me. I cannot imagine not knowing that how deeply God cares for me. I cannot imagine not basking in his love. Why is that? Because he made me, now listen to this. God made you in his image and after his likeness so that he could love you in his image and after his likeness. <laughs> he made you to look like him. So what could he give you other than all the love that he is? And, and to recognize the fact that you were in him, in his mind, in him before the foundation of the fall of Adam. So that means that you were in love. You were birthed out of love. You were birthed into love. You were created into love. So, you know, I can't imagine not knowing that God loves me. You know, I don't think on the way, oh God, I just don't know, know why you love me so much because I'm such a turd. No, God, I'm made in your image and after your likeness. And I am so glad of that because it just makes me, it just makes me so aware of how deeply you love me. Because when you look at me, you see you. You see you. You love me. You love me so great until you sent you to redeem me, to bring me back to you so that you, so that I could recognize your love. So I'm wrapped up in love. I'm his uh, birthday present. I was Christmas present. I'm wrapped up in love. I'm covered with love. I'm filled with his love. All of this is love for me. God loves me. See, and when you start to think that way, you are not sin conscious. You are not uh, slippery, greasy, slimy grace. I can do anything and it really don't matter. No. Oh, my God. The love of God brings my heart to repentance. It brings me to the fact that I get to repent. 
That means that I get to think like God in this area of my life. I get to reveal him. I get to manifest him in my life. I get to explore him. So I want you to meditate. I want you to think about that this week. I want you to just think about the fact, don't think about God. Why do you love? I love you because you look like me, because I created you to love you. That's why the devil is so pissed. That's why everything out there, the angels wondering, what is man? What is man? What is man? That you're so mindful of man. No. See, I am loved by him. And so I want you to recognize it. And I want you to accept it. And I want you to, to understand he made you deserving of his love. Nope, I wouldn't have been deserving on my own. But see, when Jesus came, and when Jesus came and, 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 and bought me back with his precious blood, it made me worthy of his love. Because his love is in me. His love is me. His love is, is me. He made me to love me. And so I'm worthy because he makes me, he makes me worthy. He made me worthy. Not worthy on my own. I'm worthy because I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And you say, that's arrogance. No, what that is, is confidence. And believe, I believe, and I receive his word. Because that's what he says. I'm not saying it. He said it. He loves me like he loves Jesus. Oh, yeah. That's just how valuable you are. So, anyway, you ain't got no reason to feel sorry for yourself no more. Ah, I just took that away from you. You know, can't feel sorry for myself anymore because I'm not loved. Nobody loves me. Oh, I just never had nobody's loved me. No man has ever loved me. Well, God did. You know, I didn't know no man on this earth has ever loved me. You know. But then again, I probably don't know anyone that I've ever loved either. The way that they, they needed to be loved. I don't know. I'm not going to go check that out. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm today and moving forward. But I know that I'm loved by God. And because of how he loves me, I'm able to love him back. So this is Dr. Baker, J. Baker, with it really telling it like it is. And I thank you that my daughter had a word to a question. I'm so glad I had a question uh, tonight. And um, I'll be back next week when I'm here to really, really tell it like it is. Thank you so much for joining us. And remember, that's all of our information. If you want to give into the ministry, there's some of the information right there on the screen. And uh, bye-bye from now. And I'm signing out. Bye. Thank you.